0: Atypical Vort is created by Rabbi Ari Koretsky, host of Jews You Should Know, a great podcast available on all platforms. You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode.
1: Recently, I've been teaching my 16-year-old daughter to drive. Like for any parent who has enjoyed this unique pleasure, sarcasm intended, it can be harrowing and forces me to summon the deepest reservoirs of trust and patience. In particular, merging onto the highway demands a unique level of courage from both the parent-slash-instructor and child-slash-pupil, which, as we will see, relates to our ancestors' sojourn from Egypt. The Jewish people is marching inexorably towards the Red Sea. Their Egyptian nemesis charging closely behind them. They reach an impasse, an unpassable ocean. In the finest Jewish tradition, according to the Midrash, they begin to debate, forming four factions. The first, believing they are doomed, advocates throwing themselves into the sea, dying on their own terms. Another promotes the opposite, a return to Egypt back into the arms of their erstwhile oppressors. The third group, perhaps emboldened by the punishing plagues that they have so recently witnessed, is ready to fight. And the final group believes that prayer holds the key to their salvation. The Torah prescribes none of these. Instead, God tells Moshe to prompt the people forward, where the sea will split before them. They are not to despair retreat, battle, or plead, but rather to march forward with confidence into a literal sea of uncertainty. This simple lesson of the Midrash is profound. To be sure, there must be times that each of the four suggested alternative responses is warranted, but at key moments, when hope seems lost, forward action is our most faithful recourse. As a new driver, the process of merging onto a highway Can seem counterintuitive. One might imagine that it is preferable to slow down, waiting for a broad opening before entering the hurtling traffic. Yet, as any driver understands, the true way to merge is to speed up to highway speed and enter with confidence. But the drama and the lesson does not conclude with that first step into the unknown. We can imagine the Jews marching through the waters, solid walls on each side, suspended in a gravity defying position. At any moment, these walls could still come crashing down on them, as in fact they did on the Egyptians just moments later. We tend to think, wishfully perhaps, that once we take an initial difficult step, we will be freed of all further doubt and worry. In reality, while faith-induced decisions can reveal dry ground, confusion and risk might persist. We must maintain our trust throughout the process until we are finally across to the other side of our trial. The driver who has entered the highway might have successfully navigated the most challenging phase, but she must remain vigilant and steadfast, maintaining her pace throughout her travel on these busy roads. The Jews' desert saga demonstrates just how fragile the human condition is with respect to belief and confidence in the Almighty. Soon after crossing the sea and singing glorious praises for their deliverance, people begin to complain, hankering for meat and other delicacies, somehow romanticizing their centuries of slavery. Towards the end of the Parsha, they reach Rifidim, a geographic location whose name is a cognate of Rifion, loosening, alerting us that the Jews have, quote, loosened their grip from the Torah, as the Talmud tells us. They continue to complain, this time pining for water, their faith slipping to the point that they wish to stone Moshe, their heroic savior. Just then, the nation of Amalek, henceforth our mortal enemies, attacks. Amalek is characterized by its cynical approach to existence, an insistence on happenstance and coincidence rather than purpose and providence. The numerical value of the word Amalek, 140, and Safek, doubt, are equivalent. This nation represents an antithetical mindset, sowing seeds of doubt among committed believers but they cannot succeed alone. Only when the Jews themselves have already allowed skepticism to creep in can Amalek find any purchase. In a different but analogous context, the Talmud explains that our enemies were only able to destroy the Holy Temple physically once we had relinquished our rights to it spiritually. Likewise here, Amalek did not and could not strike until we had aligned ourselves to some degree with their mistrustful mindset. We always rot from within before we are chastened from without. Being human means to be vulnerable and uncertain on an ongoing basis. Being Jewish means that our very existence dangles always, at some level, in the balance. Our belief is challenged constantly from the broader culture with its empiricist lens and dismissive leanings. But if we have fortified our own faith through our great texts, through our life experiences, and through our unimpeachable tradition, we can remain sturdy and courageous as we split the seas and cross the deserts of our own lives. Shabbat Shalom.
0: Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.